it was different. You know, at the same time, I got a chance to spend time with my children, you know, my family. So, I mean, that was the, the good end of it. But it was just, it was hard sitting on the couch and just watching, you know, guys play a game that, I'm know, that I know that I'm still capable of playing and competing. Is there a little bit of an advantage now, though, because you, you know what the, the Eagles defense is making, kind of expediting the, the change here? I don't know about an advantage. Um, there's four games that I can never get back. Um, but there's also 12 to go, and including postseason. This is a great team, and it's got a lot of talent, and um, I'm just trying to find ways to help them win. Were you watching football on Sundays? I was. What was that like? Um, it was different, you know. It was different, like I said earlier. It's the first time in 11 years that I wasn't on the opening day roster, so it was a, a totally different feeling. Um, but I did get a chance to spend a lot of time with my family and my children, so that side of it I loved. Is that a humbling experience because you've never had to go through something like that before? Humbling? Yeah. No, because, I mean, this is a privilege, not a right, so I wouldn't call it a humbling experience, but it was different. Training camp can be grueling. Did it allow you to kind of rest up a little bit? How are you feeling? Um, no, I was feeling fine during training camp. It was fine. Um, just being away from it and being away from a game that I know I'm capable of still playing and, you know, I felt like I wasn't finished and I'm not finished and, I'm just excited that I get another opportunity to prove that I'm not finished. Did the Eagles tell you to stay ready? Um, we've had several conversations, multiple weeks, week two, week three, week four, and then now here we are. So um, I'm just glad we finally got a chance to make it happen. Jim Schwartz was trying to walk us through the, I guess, the conversation before Craig James went in a corner, and there was a potential of you playing corner as well. I mean, when you when you look over at that situation, though, what's it like for the rest of the DBs, knowing that there's been so many injuries kind of depleting? I, well, the good thing is, you know, those conversations don't involve the whole secondary. It's one or two guys, you know, we move here or there. Everybody else stays the same, just, you know, tries to do their job. Um, We've been, unfortunately, in this situation a lot, but I think, you know, obviously that, that experience has left us well prepared. Having Orlando kind of in, in the weight, how much of a luxury is that, having a veteran player who can step in and play? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it helps, obviously, have him in camp, you know, as well. So he's familiar with the defense, um, a veteran, played a long time in his league, understands, you know, how to win. Um, right, that definitely is going to help us. When, when was the last time you played on the outside? Uh, purposely, uh, <laughs> every now and then you get, you know, I get lined up with a matchup out there, but to actually play corner, mm, it's been a while, um, but I've, been, I've lined up out there many times. Looks like the Jets still uh, are undecided if Sam Darnold's going to play this week. Mm -hmm. What's the adjustment for you guys preparing for multiple quarterbacks? Uh, I will, we'll prepare for, for him, you know, to be, to be out there. Uh, he's their guy. We know that's what they want if they can get him, so we'll prepare for him. Um, and we'll see, you know, how things change or how different the game plan is, um, you know, between two quarterbacks. What was that conversation like with, with James at that moment when you guys were on the sidelines and, you know, you know he's going to come in and he hasn't practiced much? Well, the conversation yeah. wasn't really much with him. You know, it was, you know, with, with Jim more so just saying, hey, what's the next move? Do we, we want to shuffle guys around and put me at corner, Rodney and Nickel, or... We want to put Craig James in at, at corner. So let's go with Craig James. So the conversation with Craig is, are you ready? Yes, all right. You know the ball is coming to you. It's, you know, it's kind of that simple. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't a real long conversation. You could see it. You could see that he was kind of ready in his eyes. If he wasn't ready, yeah. it wouldn't matter. He still was going out there. <laughs> so, you know, lucky for him, you know, he, he was prepared. What's your take on Craig? You've been around him a little bit now. Uh, I think he's got like three snaps. On us, uh, 
We'll see. <laughs> you know, he's, he's definitely somebody who's been paying attention to me. Um, you know, we've been telling him, you know, stay ready. You know, you never know. And obviously, unfortunately, that situation presented itself. But now he's got an opportunity to get more reps and time on task. And, uh, you know, we'll see a little bit more how that grows. You guys obviously dealt with not having very many healthy quarterbacks last year. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's a similar case. I mean, what, I mean, how do you kind of get ready for this weekend, not knowing who's going to play or who's not going to play? Control what you can control. You know, the guys who are out there who get reps, you know, take take advantage of those opportunities to get better. Um, our defense is going to change. We don't change our scheme based on who's out there. So, um, you know, we'll prepare. Obviously, we have a lot of guys cross-training in different positions, knowing that even, you know, going into the game, we'll probably be light. And then we have any injuries in the game, we'll have to reconfigure it again. So, um, you know, a lot of guys learn in different positions. So that we're ready for anything. Hey, Malcolm, in your career, you've seen guys uh, sign in the middle of the season. You've never heard from them again. You've seen guys in Trayvon last year yeah. become big parts. What's the difference between the two? How do you know someone is ready for, for the primetime season? Uh, I mean, it's never really a fair situation for the person you sign, you know, off the street and then put in the game. Um, and I don't think them sticking around or, or not really has anything to do with them usually. It's just about the situation, the numbers, you know how long guys are out, how much you actually need from them. Um, but it's an opportunity for anybody to make the team. You know, like I said, Craig Brown is a great example. You know, come in and then really solidify the space for herself on the roster. Um, but, you know, it's, it's an opportunity. A lot of guys are going to get playing time that, you know, obviously weren't the original starters. Um, you know, we expect them to play, so it's, you know, opportunity. Uh, I said we blitzing more than we normally do, so I mean, you know, we, you don't expect the, the productivity of it all to, you know, to, you don't, we don't blitz necessarily to just get sacks. It was also sometimes to speed the quarterback up, get rid of the ball, um, instead of trying to take shots down the field. So. You know, sometimes it's strategic. Sometimes, you know, we're trying to knock him out of field goal range. Sometimes we really want to get a hit on the quarterback. Um, so I think, you know, sacks doesn't necessarily, you know, equate to or really value the productivity that we have been getting out of our blitz package. Malcolm, how would you assess the defense? I'm sorry if you've been asked this through four games. Where do you think the defense stands? Uh, I mean, I think, uh, like, the team probably inconsistent. Um, I think we do what we've done well is play well in the red zone. Um, uh, we've gotten takeaways in, in some of the games, um, that's, and that's helped us. But I think the, the biggest thing, um, or the biggest difference is in when I thought we played well and when we haven't are just um, the ability to take the ball away and uh, you know keeping those, those big plays for touchdowns off of us. When we do that, uh, we're really good. It's hard to move the ball all the way down the field and get it into the end zone. Uh, so while we don't really concern ourselves with yards too much, um, it's more so about the points and uh, ability to take the ball away. What reasons do you have to believe that it's going to get to be more consistent where you want it to be? Well, I think, you know, the more time on task we have, the more guys that are out there getting experience, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll settle into that. Uh, you know, a lot of that is, is just, um, you know, players knowing the situation, not being too aggressive in certain spots. Uh, keeping the ball in front of us, and, and that, that takes away some of those big plays. Gives our gives ourselves an opportunity to either hit the ball carrier or hit the quarterback, and those takeaways come from there. So, um, you know, we played a little bit more, a lot more zone this past week than we than we have, um, and that kind of kept the ball in front of us. Um, give up a bunch of yards, but also gives us the opportunity to get off the field in certain instances. So it's a cat and mouse game.
having a Sunday at home, what if anything did you learn about the league that you wouldn't have known if, if you could find Sunday? Uh, well, I mean, it's a lot of competitive teams out there, to be honest. I mean, you know, usually you get kind of those favorites that stand out early, and it's really not the case. Um, you know, this week you had a lot of, to me at least, upsets or, or teams that, you know, were kind of on that brink where they might uh, have a downturn in the season and stepped up and got a win, us included. Um, so it was really wide open. Luckily, Dallas is healthy now, and he's... Uh, been able to get back out there with Hitman Hurts out there. It presents such a, um, a challenge for the defense. You know, do they put base defense out there? Do they go nickel? If they go nickel, what kind of nickel are they going to go? How are they going to try and put nickel on the field and defend the run with the uh, different looks that we can get with 12? I mean, those guys were tremendous in that game. And um, it's, it's, it presents, you know, this whole game is about matchups, right? You know, how are you going to create mismatches? How are you going to create opportunities? whether it's schematically or personnel-wise, and those two guys on the field create some personnel issues. What are some of those guys you're talking about, Dallas, and who else? Ertz, the two tight ends, yeah. What do you credit? You guys ran, I don't know, seven, eight different run schemes throughout the course of the game. What do you credit to, you know, being able to run that many and no one's screwing up a lot? And you know what I mean? Just that it's yeah. more diverse that some teams might have three or four sure. um, in, a, in a game. I think that, you know, even though it's a diverse amount of runs, it's, it's plays that we've repped a lot. Um, you know, so it might look diverse to everybody else, but to us maybe, you know, we have our core set of plays, and for us it really wasn't that different. There might be a little nuanced coaching point for each one or a little nuanced coaching point for, you know, what's going to happen differently this week or, you know, uh, this player likes to do this or uh, they align this guy just a little bit over here, so we're going to attack it a little bit differently. But for the most part, all those plays are plays that we've run, um, you know, since Doug's been here and a lot of them before that. So... Um, you know, we've had countless reps at all those plays. I think Brandon said something like the the backs and the O line met last week. It seemed like you guys were really close on a lot of runs the first um, three weeks. I mean, was there a, a meeting or just more communication last week that kind of brought it forward? I don't really recall a meeting, okay. uh, but I do recall. You know, this has been something that we've been trying to iron out, not just with the backs, but with us. And I think that it's been really close. The tight ends were certainly a big part of success last week. So. You know, having a good run game, is, there's so many different pieces that go into that. Um, not just, you know, having a good game plan, having schemes that are proper, having the offensive line doing their job, the tight ends doing their job, the backs doing their job. So there's a lot of things that need to go together, and that was really the first game that we've had this year where it's really clicked uh, extremely well. We've been really close in, in most of the games, but, um, you know, we finally put one together there against Green Bay. Jason, some people will call that rust, and it's finally starting to come together. Is that what it feels like right now, now that you have your quarterback there for four games? Um, I mean, a little bit of rust. Obviously, we lost Dallas before the Atlanta game, which eliminated a number of our runs before the game even started. So you got to – everything you repped all that week, kind of you got to go back to some basic stuff. Um, but, you know, I don't know. We, we got some new pieces here. Obviously, the two new backs are here, Dallas being down. I mean, there's a little bit of a shakeup. Um, so I don't know whether it's rust or just whatever you want to call it. It just wasn't cohesive. And now it's starting to get like that. How important is Dallas to, to the run? Huge. I mean, we saw that. I think not just Dallas, whoever's in there, a tight end is going to be huge. I mean, it's even the receiver. I mean, we asked Nelson Aguilar to do a lot of stuff in 11 personnel. Yeah. And he goes in there and does finds a safety and finds a way to give us even numbers again. I mean, there's everybody. 
not even the guys blocking that. The guys out there doing the RPO, keeping the numbers honest, uh, so that we have a, can have a successful run game. There's everything's important, and it's you know it's like trying to throw the ball without having an offensive line that wants to block. You know, but Dallas seems particularly adept at, at blocking. I, well, it's not just that he's good at blocking, but also the personnel matchup that he creates in the passing game. In my opinion, if he was just a blocker, he wouldn't be. I mean, he's a he's a good blocker. I'm not trying to take anything away from that, but. Um, what really creates the mismatch is the fact that him and Ertz are also dominant receivers. So you want to put some big guys out there, we can spread you out and we can throw the ball on you all day. If you want to put little guys out there and make us, uh, you know, earn it in the ground, you know, we can. he's proven that he can block uh, and, and, and be effective. So I think that, you know, that's why it's so effective is because of the personnel mismatch either way. You know, if you want to, not too many teams have, the ability to defend both of them with those guys on the field, in my opinion. How much better has Zach gotten at blocking? Uh, Zach's been tremendous. He's been great. He really turned a corner for us about two years ago. Um, he puts his hat in the right spot. He's smart. He understands what we're trying to accomplish. Um, so, you know, I think that, you know, having, you know, he's been a, a big asset to the run game. You were mentioning with the RPOs on some runs, do you see the linebacker safety staying at home to take away the slant and that just kind of, you know, Opens up the hole where, like you said, it's yeah. not a guy blocking, but the scheme's kind of opening it up. Yeah, I mean that's what the it depends on you. Know, there's so many different RPOs now. I mean it's pretty much every run. There's some sort of pass concept. To, if they're going to completely take away the run, uh, we're going to take advantage of it in this way. So yeah. even on the under center runs, you know, if there's a guy that's safety that's not playing honest at all, there's some sort of outlet. And I think that um, it's so important to keep everybody honest. The biggest one that everybody talks about are the ones like I'm sure you're talking about are we're reading the backside backer. Right. If he wants to run with the play and get away from his hook to curl area, uh, great. We'll take the free 10 yards right there to Zach or whoever the slot receiver is. But if he wants to stay at home, obviously we got a great cutback scene there for a run or somebody who's not going to be able to flow over the top to make a play. So um, we're getting honest numbers that way. So that's what all this stuff is. That's what all the jet sweeps are. Everything's just trying to get honest numbers out of them. Do you think Thursday night was important in terms of finding the offense's identity? Um, no, I, do, I, I think that we've, we've known what we are for a long time. I think that um, you know, Dallas getting healthy again helped us um, get to some more 12 personnel runs, which I think, you know, is, like, we, like I've stated, is some personnel matchups uh, that um, open things up quite a bit. Um, but I think we know who we are. I think that um, you know, the run game is – when it's effective, it's it's one of our biggest one of our biggest strengths. Um, you know that being said, I don't think that we're going to go out there and necessarily be that team every single week. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll get Deshaun Jackson back eventually, and I think that um, it's you always just want to call the plays that are effective that are going to win games. And just because that worked last week doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work next week. Um, I'm not a fan of just going out there and. You know, beating your head against the wall. You know, somebody's taking away the plays. Um, they're giving up something. So, I think we know who we are. I think we always have. I think we just had a good game plan last week, and we're continuing to learn, get better together, and all that stuff. The wham blocks you guys used and mm -hmm. used in the past. Yeah. They kind of create a long-term effect on a defense to take away a little bit of their aggressiveness when they need to look out for those uh, during the course of a game. Well, yeah. I mean, any type of trap play like that is is designed to take them. Right. You know, is designed to uh, exploit the aggressive nature of the defense. So if guys are coming downhill or shooting gaps, um, you know, or back, even conversely that, if backers are scraping over top all over the place, 
um, you know, they got to try and find out which gap they're going to fit in, and they can just create a whole bunch of, uh, um, you know, just creates one more thing that a defender has to worry about. And then yeah. all of a sudden, if a three technique has to worry about whether he's going to get whammed by a tight end, and all of a sudden the guard and tackle are, yeah. you know, coming off right into his face, it's, I think all that kind of goes in, into each other. Um, so, yeah. I've been a pretty good blocker ever since I got in the league. Um, I think just knowing defensive more, uh, studying tendencies of defensive ends, what they're going to do, where the back's at, what the defensive end is going to do, just kind of uh, learning what the defensive ends are going to do helps me out. Take us through that wham block early in the fourth quarter that sprung Miles for that 30-yard run. Man, it was the third time. Uh, the coaches called the same play. Um, you know, Blocking a defensive tackle is kind of tough. They're a little bit bigger than us. So I told the coaches to change the formation so they don't see it coming. They didn't change the formation. So I was a little upset. So I just came in there and took out my anger on uh, the D tackle. We made it look easy, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, it worked that time. You know, the coaches got lucky. It worked three times in a row. Well, what is the key on that? Is it, you know, you want to make sure that guy doesn't doesn't see you coming? Yeah, it's, you know, you're going in there. Uh, the first time you might get away with it. Second time they start to understand. But really just going in there with a the mindset that you're going to have to try to, you know, block a bigger guy. You're going to have to hold on. It's a quick hitting play. Um, but really just a mindset. What was the reaction in kind of as you guys were watching film? Did you, did you get some... Uh, Props for that block. Guys. Yeah, they definitely said good job. I remember running it, and you know, I was pretty excited about the block. I look over the sideline; uh, nobody's really celebrating. Besides, uh, Nate Surfeld, he saw it. It was pretty juiced up for me. What are, what are the um, difficulties or inline, just straight on inline blocking uh, when you're a tight end? Uh, when you just kind of take a guy right on ahead, as opposed to wham blocking. Man, a lot. Uh, you know. As a tight end, uh, you got to do so much in the pass game, in the run game, so we don't really get to work on our, you know, whether it's pass blocking, run blocking as much other than for uh, when we're running the plays. Um, so anytime you're doing that, you know, you're going to, we're undersized, uh, under strength, um, you know, defensive end work, that's all they do is work on that stuff. So uh, that's kind of what makes it tough, uh, challenging for a tight end. But uh, like I said before, just kind of a mindset, knowing what they're going to do and just trying to get in their way as long as we can. Does it feel like the offense is starting to hit a bit of a stride overall? Yeah, I think, you know, through the first four games, I think we have one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. Um, you know, there's been so many plays that we've been, uh, you know, inch or two away. We've been stopping ourselves. Um, you know, I think we got potential to do even more. On your uh, touchdown catch, it looked like they had no one on you and you were kind of waving. Carson, can you kind of take us through what was happening from the moment you uh, lined up to when you caught the touchdown? Yeah, I lined up out there and, man, nobody was in front of me. So I'm like, Car, snap the ball. Let's go. Just throw it to me. Let's get the easy one. Um, and then he's kind of said the same thing. He said when he saw that guy uh, running out to cover me, he thought he'd overplay and I'd be able to beat him inside. And that's exactly what happened. Now, it's got a big win, obviously, Thursday. You have an 0-3 opponent coming in with a quarterback. Tough situation there. Um, is, are you guys talking about can't let down, can't uh, look past these guys? Um, you know, today we just kind of didn't even really talk about the Jets. You know, it was kind of uh, watching uh, the film, correcting what we did there. Um, then we had a little bit of practice where we installed, but we haven't talked about the Jets too much. But do you personally say, hey, you know, I can't, I can't take a, a week off. This is, this, this is uh, 
Yeah, to tell you the truth, uh, going into the week, everybody's 0-0. You know, you got to win the week. That's what's most important. And yeah, I mean, they're in the NFL for a reason. It don't matter who's playing. Uh, you know, they can do things right and put up points, or, you know, they can do things right and stop us offensively. So we definitely have to be at our best. One of the Packers defenders was saying how when you and Zach are out there, it's 12 personnel, but it's almost like 11 and, and you guys almost run out of sets that are like 11. What kind of strain does that put on a defense? Yeah, it's got to be tough. You know, if they go nickel, we can run the ball. Um, and if they go base or, uh, you know, bigger personnel, we can pass the ball. Zach's obviously done what he's done over the last few years. Uh, unbelievable route runner, an unbelievable tight end, you know, one of the best in the game, if not the best. And, you know, I think I can do it all, too. I think uh, what I do in the pass game and the run game, I think uh, having me on the field's a help. Um, so I think anytime we're in 12 personnel, uh, it can be a challenge for what the defense. You, what have you seen most? Um, Safeties. I mean, is it generally safeties that they're going to line up opposite you, or have you yeah, seen you know, uh, Zach's or? always going to get the safety. Um, for me, it kind of depends on what defense they're in. Sometimes it's a safety, sometimes it's a linebacker. Um, you know, and all those matchups are good. You yeah, that big. Go ahead. On a personal note, I know how close you are with Avante. What was it like watching him go down, and where is he coming along now? Uh, he's doing good. Um, you know, it's it's part of football. You never like to see it for anybody. Um, obviously, I was over there hoping he was going to be fine, um, which, you know, it's nothing too serious, so it's uh, all good. You had that big uh, screen in the, in the red zone. What worked so well with kind of the design there that freed you up to pick up the first down? Yeah, you know, uh, been blocking a lot, been pass blocking, so I was just able to sell that. Um, Zach was at, right next to me in the hip, and he was able to run off, take a couple defenders. Um, you know, I could have done better helping the O line set up blocks, and probably might have got in the end zone. But uh, no, it's a it's a fun play. Hopefully, we get to run it more. How much of, of blocking for for someone who hadn't done it much in college is is the mental aspect and. Um, and not the physical. I mean, you're capable. You're a strong guy. But just how much is the mental adjustment of, of having that as part of your game? Yeah, I don't know what film you've been watching, but I blocked quite a bit in college. Okay. Um, no, I've been doing it uh, early on in my career. I blocked a ton in college. Um, the last couple of years, a little bit less, just because uh, I was more involved in the pass game. I'd be able to run people off. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, it's it's mental. You know, you want to if you want to stick your head in there, you can do it. After watching the film, was there anything uh, noticeably different about the way the running backs were operating behind you guys uh, Um No, I don't think so. I think the running backs have been doing good jobs all year. Um, they definitely hit the holes. They made people miss. They did a great job. But, uh, you know, I think they're a great set of running backs we got right now. So I think they'll keep doing that too. What's it like having a little bit longer to prepare for a mini bye week, so to speak? Um... You know, we had all weekend off. It was nice to be able to recover the body after the stretch we've had, you know, um, especially for, like, people like Zach. I think he played, shoot, like, almost 200 plays in, like, five days or whatever. So uh, to give him that time to get his body right, um, you know, now we just got to go on a little run here over the next uh, few weeks. You obviously had a lot of pride in how you block, but is there, like, a, kind of a, I wouldn't say negative, but, like, do you also want to be known as a, as a receiving tight end? I mean, like, is there, or would, if you had a choice, would you rather be known as a blocking tight end or a receiving tight end? Or no, or? if I had a choice, I uh, run routes every play. Um, you know, but that's just not realistic. You got one of the best in the business right there. You got uh, receivers that uh, get paid to do that too. So um, obviously, my uh, I'm gonna be limited with the balls I get, um, things like that. So. Um, obviously, I want to be on the field, and by if I can block well, that's going to help me be on the field. You mentioned you guys are, I think, I think it's sixth in scoring, or sixth or seventh right now. 
Um, you haven't really played a 60-minute complete game. You've been missing guys, including yourself, for, for different. So to be averaging 27 points a game at this point without a consistent game with guys missing, how encouraging is that for the upside of this offense? Yeah, that's real encouraging. You know, going into this year, um, the expectation was really high. We were supposed to have a high-powered offense. And, you know, I don't think we've been anywhere nearly as good as we can be, but I think we're still doing a really good job, and that just shows how... Um, effective we can be when uh, we're clicking on all cylinders.